Welcome to another episode of Breaking Business Barriers, episode number 68. Actually, I had to look that up. Episode 68, we've done this for a bit, and it seems like our guests are always exciting. Can't wait for Jared, uh, also known as JT, or Jared Ty, to officially introduce Kyle to episode 68 of Breaking Business Barriers. Jared, you want to take it? Yes, thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here. So yeah, uh, Kyle, I've known Kyle for I guess a few years now. Um, several years back, uh, I was a loan officer and I'm connected with a bunch of other uh, mortgage people and real estate people and I just started seeing Kyle's name all over the place and I was like, man, I need to, need to get to know this guy because he was uh, preaching just really good stuff about uh, making yourself known, getting your name out there, uh, becoming top of mind to where when people think about a business that you're in, um, that uh, your name is the one that comes up. So, uh, so yeah, I've enjoyed uh, getting to know Kyle over the past few years, and his material has really pushed me. Cool, man. Hey, uh, as if that wasn't good enough, we've got a pretty humble guy here, uh, Coach Kyle. Kyle, why don't you let, uh, first of all, where can we find you on social media? You're out there everywhere, but where's the easiest place, best places to find you? Best places. I, I'm Coach Kyle Draper everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn. You can go to my website, kyledraper.com, and that, that'll, that'll just about cover you with with any and everything you could ever want from me. You know, when you see the name, when you see someone's title coach, you know, the first thing I, I do um, more out of habit is I'll start looking at content. Folks, I encourage you to go look at what coach puts out there for free. Take a look at it. It's yeah. awesome stuff. And I think you'll find the depth of knowledge to be pretty darn amazing. Thank you. I, I know I'm biased. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> but, but I should say that, right? You absolutely should say that. You can back it up. You, you can back it up. But uh, Coach Kyle, well, let's, let's uh, draw the string back here a little bit and talk about, uh, I believe you went to TCU. Am I right? I, I've, I have been everywhere. So, I, yes, I've been to TCU. I also went to Baylor. You know, I, I kind of danced around in my college years quite a bit. Got it, got it, and so then we'll, uh, following college, immediately out, immediately out of college, what was your landing pad? So I was actually, I was going to school to be a sports center anchor. So I was a broadcast journalism major, and that was really my passion, and right before I graduated, I just felt called to go into church ministry, like totally out of nowhere, so I actually quit college at, when I was at Baylor University at the time, and I quit a semester short of graduating, and I went and started interning at our church, and that turned into being an assistant, and that turned into being a decorated assistant, and, and then before long, I was, I was actually a pastor for, for about nine years, and, uh, and that's what I spent the majority of my 20s doing with my life. You know, I, I admire folks that can do that, that have the talent and the dedication to do that. So before I flip it back to our co-host, uh, JT, Jared Ty, um, 
was it hard? Was it something hard to step away from when, you know, you, you dedicated nine years and, and some of your most productive years young and not that we can't be productive old, but uh, was it a hard thing to step away from? It, it was, it was really hard. It, it was every, it was the only thing I'd ever known. Right? I mean, you, you talk about that was the first job technically I had post-college and it was the only job that I'd had. And so leaving was everything that had become comfortable to me was going out the window, right? Because I, I'd already committed. I wasn't just going from church to another church, right? I had committed that I was leaving church to go to the business world, which is where you guys dominate. And I had no clue what I was doing. And, and Brent, it was, it was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. If, if we're just being completely honest, it was terrifying and it was even more terrifying for my wife. So uh, the fact that we're even on this podcast right now is, is unbelievable because it did not feel that way seven years ago when I made that decision. So seven years ago, was there anything in your life that said, man, you know, because here I'm breaking business barriers, there's often tripwires or something out there that all of a sudden, boom, and I'm, I'm making a change or maybe someone inspired a change. Is there anything that was a tripwire for you? Um, what, what happened for me, and, th and this could sound weird to some people, but I, I just woke up one morning and I thought, man, I, I got into ministry to love on people and help people change their lives. And be, because I had the title of pastor, I felt like people were being fake around me. You know, so like if you love the F word, you didn't love it around me. And if you were hung over from the night before, like you didn't do, you didn't tell me about it. And I just got really frustrated because I thought, man, I just want to love people, but I can't get people to be real. And so my, my really moment was like, if I felt like I could get the rawness and the realness from people in the business world, I didn't care about anything else. That, that was all that mattered to me. And so that, that, so that's what I did. And, and I think what actually happened, Brent was, you know, a lot of people, they make that decision to do something different. And especially with breaking business barriers, you, you go, you know what? I really do like Jared did. I really think I can be a great real estate agent. So he had to make that decision, right? To stop what he knew to pursue something that he only hoped would be good. And we watched so many people they last like two months in that and then they scramble back to what they knew, what they're comfortable with. And, and that almost happened to me. All right. Like, so I quit the church. I tried to go back into the church world again. And, and it, and it was there that this church said, you're not a good fit for us. And it was kind of God's way of like forcing my hand and going, bro, suck it up, dude. You big old wuss. Like you made this commitment, get out there and fail your way forward. And, and that's exactly what happened for me. And the, the rest is, is history, I guess. Yeah. I call that uh, getting naked. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, you get out of that comfort zone and, and uh, it's a rough trip and it can be, but it can also be at the same time, incredibly exciting. Absolutely. Incredibly. So what's the, uh, depends on what you focus on. Yeah. Right. The positives. Right. Maybe, uh, maybe the things of not going into debt because all of a sudden the cash flow shut off and all of a sudden you're out there, or if you're yeah. 
working for someone else, maybe uh, in a whole different capacity, different W two type deal. But what was the excitement like once it once it finally once you got out of that going back? God said, you know, there's a God's way of saying, um, okay, go 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 chase your passion, go after it. What uh, what really excited you? Or what point was it that you went, okay, I'm good. I don't. So I. I don't think that I've reached the point where I thought, where I thought I'm good. Uh, and maybe that's just my personality, but I just, I, I think in my attempt to be humble, I've always tried to think that there's always that next thing that I need to know to get to that next level. So I've tried to really keep myself from ever thinking I've arrived for anything because I just think the moment I think that my desire to learn my hunger for, for, for being better begins to go away. And so that was just never, that, that has never been a thing for me yet. But I think the, 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 the most exciting moment for me has been different moments of, of that re-realization of I'm going to succeed or fail because of me. Like that's what excites me the most about being in business is, you know, I can make excuses if I want, but the reality is this. I'm going to be, be a millionaire if I want, if I want to be, or I'm going to fail. And, and no one else will have any say over that. Not the coronavirus, not the government, right? I dictate the success or the failure that I have. And I love, I personally love having that control in, in my hands. And it's scary, but I think it's awesome at the same time. Oh, that's awesome. Jared, you have a question about, uh, about his, uh, something he shared with us recently about a company that uh, he helped get off the ground, a family, family business. And Jared, you want to take it away? Yeah. And I had another question too. Um, you know, looking back at that last, uh, uh, job in the ministry that, that you lost, looking back to you, did you see that as kind of a blessing in disguise that it's actually, it was helpful. I eventually I did. Uh, I think at first I had a lot of nights where I was like, God, what are you thinking, man? Like, like, why did you take this guy that everyone thought was tailor made to be a pastor? And you just thrust me into this, this world of which I know nothing about. And, and so for a long time, I thought, man, how much better would I be if I would have gone the business route a decade earlier? But the older I've gotten one day, somebody said to me, they said, Kyle, you're looking at it wrong. They said, you had to sell Jesus to teenagers. Like there's nothing harder than that. And the moment that I heard that, I thought, man, you're right. Like I have been a salesperson because I've got to make Jesus attractive to young people. Right. And that's not exactly what they care most about right now. And so I do see a lot of benefits in, in, in growing up in, in the role of a pastor I think the other benefit, Jared, is, and we talked about this the other day, was, man, I feel like my heart for people is is the exact same as when I was a pastor. Right. So now I'm a social media coach. I'm a social media expert. I'm a national speaker, whatever, whatever somebody wants to say about me. But my desire to serve and love people has never changed. Just right. the vehicle in which I navigate these waters. That's and so I think that's been a huge advantage for me. And that's why people all the time are like, man, you're just different. Like I've heard a lot of people speak and you're different. That's what's different. 
And, and sometimes that's hard for people to understand. That's amazing. And it's amazing to me how sometimes, you know, having somebody else kind of giving you that, that push, you know, sometimes that helps. Um, I can trace, <laughs> I got fired uh, when I was, gosh, 19 years old. I worked for Sears and I ended up getting let go. And um, I got another job because of that, only because I lost that job. And I met someone there who invited me to an event where I actually met my wife. <laughs> so I can trace, you know, my marriage and my, you know, kids and everything back to getting laid off from a job. <laughs> so absolutely it's amazing how, uh, you know, sometimes that works out for the good. Absolutely. So you went from that to a family business. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so we, long story short, we, I, I got into roofing <laughs> of all, of all industries that, that a pastor could go to. Right, I guess I decided to go to the most sleaze ball of them all. And no offense to any of the roofers that listen to this show, uh, but let's be honest, we know what that industry it, it looks like. And and so we we launched a roofing company, and I was in Oklahoma launching this company by myself with no help, no experience. I didn't know sales, I didn't know marketing, I didn't know how to leverage social media. And, and that, right, like that's the spirit of the entrepreneur. We just jump in and go, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and accept today that I'm going to suck and make the wrong decisions a lot in the next 12 months. And you know what? That's okay. Because that's how we learn. That's how we grow. And, and that's really what I did. I failed my way forward for almost three years with our family roofing company. And man, by the grace of God, like, that's become a multi-million dollar company. It's still going today. And, and that's where I got to cut my teeth on, on all things, sales and marketing, social media, all that good stuff. Awesome. Hey, you, you told, you shared with Jared and I something I thought was pretty amazing. So you jump in, you jump in the deep end, feet first, you know, and uh, didn't test the water at all necessarily. Right. Maybe a business you're not familiar with, but you did something that I just made a note when, when you mentioned it to us uh, when we were visiting. And talk about, you did something, uh, a little lead development. You want to talk about that? Because I think this, you found out you, something came together. Yeah. So we, you know, Brent, the only thing that I knew back then that I was good at was people. Like that was the only thing I was confident in. And so I had this random thought, and this is actually what introduced me to the world of real estate, which is where I spend most of my time now, is every roof is protected by, by the realtor, right? The, the realtor ultimately has final say in just about every roof in the city when that transaction is about to happen and they're like, man, your roof's bad. We got to get it replaced. Otherwise, it won't pass inspection, blah, blah, blah. So I thought if I can just start loving on realtors, I'm going to start offering free inspections to realtors. And then I started doing videos catered towards realtors, taking realtors to coffee, adding all these people on Facebook. Guys, I became known as the Facebook guy because every room I would walk into, and I bet this happens to Jared a lot. Every room I walked into, somebody would go, have we met? And I was like, I would go probably not in person, but I'm pretty sure I sent you a friend request. <laughs> and, and that was just, Everyone knew who Kyle the roofer was. And, and it was just because I started adding people on social media 
that I figured in the coming weeks and months I was going to run into in person. And so, Brennan, it blew my mind how I would meet someone for the first time and they'd know my son's name. And it, isn't that wild that, that we can already begin to cultivate relationships without physically having to be in a room with anybody. And, and so I just started doing this consistently. And then the first hellstorm came through and I got over a hundred leads in about a 24 hour period. <laughs> and I had a video that went to like 15,000 views because of all the shares that it got. And, and I mean, it was just, it was unbelievable. And I didn't know what I was doing at the time, but I looked back and went, huh, this actually works. You can actually love on people. And if you do it in the right way, man, you're going to have more business show up at your doorstep than, than you'll ever be prepared to handle, which was the case for us. And it all came from just consistent effort and building relationships and leveraging social media and then putting those two things together. And you had an amazing, you had a, some amazing gives out there, right? You weren't asking, you weren't, your hand wasn't out at first other than to help somebody. Right. Absolutely. And, and Brent, we didn't talk about this the other day, but I, I was, I, I was taught this in a coaching program I was in years ago. And, and so I sat out to just be a connector. And so what I was taught was, man, when somebody says they need a dentist, if you don't know a dentist, go find a dentist that you trust and, and refer them to them. If somebody says they need a realtor, they need a, an electrician, they need a plumber, they need a, a, a mechanic. And so I committed myself to just connecting people to people. And, and it was unbelievable how many people in turn knew each other. And every time they spoke, they thought, man, I'm really glad that Kyle Draper introduced us. And, and that was really, I think, part of the backbone that, that grew our ability to, to receive as many referrals as we did when the need finally showed up that people needed a roofer. Let's see, did your heartbeat uh, almost go right through your chest when the leads were rolling in over a period of you know, less than two days? Man, it scared the crap out of me <laughs> because <laughs> that exposed another problem, which I didn't know at the time, which was I have to actually know how to sell roofs and close roofs. <laughs> and so you know, I, I'm embarrassed, I almost have to say that that even though I found out that I was an incredible lead generator, I was an awful closer because I think I closed maybe 10% of, of all those leads that we got because I just, I wasn't ready. You know, I'd spent so much time focused on the lead gen piece that I was not prepared to receive those people on the other end, which is an entirely different conversation. So cool. Yeah, I've, got, I've got a question for you. Uh, going back to when you started in roofing, uh, was it difficult for you to become that guy that was all over social media and everybody knew? Was that an organic thing for you? Or was that something that you kind of forced, you know what I'm saying? Like made yourself. Yeah. You know, it was, it was slightly organic in that I'd used some of that with, with students when I was a pastor. What I wasn't prepared for Jared was when my wife would go, why are you doing all these videos? <laughs> yeah. Why, how many videos did that video get? Four? Why, you know, like, and she would say it. I'm not saying it as nicely as she said it to me, but I could feel her tone, which was, if this isn't making us money, 
why are you doing this? Right, right. And man, I'd be lying to you if I didn't have moments where I had to genuinely say, honey, I'm really not sure. <laughs> I, I think this is going to work. I think this is going to go well, but, but I just don't know for a fact. And, and, and right. It wasn't until months, almost a year later that we finally saw the true fruit that, that I had been, you know, harvesting for. Um, but I think, man, that for anybody listening to this, sometimes the people closest to us that we love the most can be on accident, the biggest naysayers. And, and so we have to be super careful, right? Like I knew my wife wasn't doing anything to harm me and she wasn't doing anything that was, that had any bad motive at all. It just simply came down to, she just didn't understand what I was trying to do. And so we, man, you, you gotta be so careful when you're running your own business or starting a business that, that you don't let that constant limbo happen because you've got one opinion, then that your dad's got an opinion, then your mom's like, don't listen to dad, dude, th this is what I think. And it's like, holy crap, how do I decide what I'm supposed to do moving forward? So I had to get real intentional with what I believed the plan was and then, and then stick to it. Wow. That, uh, that couldn't have been said, uh, could have been said any better. In fact, uh, the folks that do listen in, they're either, they've made that decision to go out on their own or in such a way uh, that was different from what they had before, or they're thinking about it, that dreadful can't sleep at night. I'm thinking it over. It's driving me nuts. Wow. I'm crazy, but uh, wow. Pretty amazing. Amazing. How about, um, man, do you think you have a super strength or a superpower? And if so, what is it? Oh my gosh. If I have a superpower, I don't, I, I think if I have a superpower, it is, it is my ability to always see the good in every situation. And, and then my part B of that would be always assuming the best in people. You know, I never, if, if Jared said something that offended me, I would never jump to what the heck, dude, what a jerk. Why would he say that? Like I always jump to, he may have been having a bad day. He could have gotten a fight with his wife right before he left the house. So I'm not really the reason for his frustration. I just got on the receiving end of it. And it, it helps my life so much by assuming the best in every person and in every situation until you prove to me otherwise. I truly believe every, every relationship somehow, some way is a gift. And Absolutely. we treat it as such. Well, before, uh, Kyle, before Jared and I get ready to sign off, let's talk about your current business. Why, Coach Kyle, you're on the speaker circuit. You're, you're everywhere. Yeah. Social media. And you mentioned that you spend a lot of your time, if not most of your time, in and around the real estate business. Yes, sir. So here's, here's why I do what I do and what I've found. And in the world of sales in general, everybody is looking for that quick fix and that fast opportunity. And so what's sexy right now is ads and online leads and, you know, you know, lead pages and funnels and all of that is great, right? I'm not knocking any of it, but I watch almost everyone I know, they bypass what should be all the low hanging fruit, which is their sphere 
to go chase after these online leads that, that if you're good, close at 2% of your energy. So you, you run to the table where 98% of your effort goes unnoticed and unpaid for. Yet you have this huge group of people on your social media that you grew up with, you went to high school with, you went to college with, were in your wedding. And, and because we're unaware of how to do this, we don't do anything other than like show a random picture of our kid to those people. And then we find out that they bought a new house and they didn't use us. Or they got a loan and they didn't use you because you were too busy chasing all the strangers that don't care who you are. And so that is the, that's the heart for what I do. That's what top of mind selling is, which is my brand. And that it's helping people realize that, man, you can make all the money you want, in my opinion, without spending a penny on marketing and advertising. If you would become intentional about loving on people and then being present in their lives daily. And, and so that's what I do. I, I help position people to, to understand what that looks like, how that works. And it, it is the most fun I've ever had in my life getting to, to free people up in this way. Hey, Jared, would you agree that it certainly comes out whether you're on the phone Absolutely. with coach Kyle or uh, here we are doing a, a recording podcast as well as uh, a video. Isn't it cool? Without a doubt. And Kyle, I think one of the many reasons that you're so successful is you're believable. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't come across that you're trying to act a certain way. Yeah. Um, you know, you and I have never met in person, but I feel like I know you like a brother. Isn't that wild? <laughs> and that speaks to your just humility and sincerity. And that really comes through. You know, that really comes through. Thank you. I think that's, you know, one of the reasons that utilizing technology is so good too is how many other, you know, people have those qualities, but nobody gets to see them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, yep. nobody, nobody can tell from a text or from email, you know, how believable, how likable, how sincere you are. So I think the combination of, you know, you have those qualities and you've just been really good about putting those out there, you know, even before COVID, even before everybody was on Zoom and Facebook Live and all that. So kudos to you for that. Thank you, bro. Yeah, man, that, that means a lot. It Life's too short to, to try to be somebody else in order to get you to like me. Right. <laughs> you know, so if, if we can just go forward authentically as us, we don't even have to try to attract the right people. They, so, they, just, they start showing up on their own. And, I, and that's, that's what I love helping people understand. I think you touched on something really good earlier as well about um, – doing the day-to-day -day actions that you need to do, even if you're not seeing immediate results. Yeah. Because I think that's why so many people fail in business is they want a quick transaction. You know, they want to buy a Zillow lead. They want it to be a slam dunk deal. And, um, you know, what you're speaking to is making small, you know, deposits of value to use a cliche. Yeah. <laughs> analogy right. there absolutely right just putting it out there and putting it out there and just trusting that hey over time this is going to have a compound effect and i think that's another reason you've been so successful so and so can i give as we wrap up can i give one one tip for 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 everybody that's still listening bring it on so with what jared's saying my bread and butter are birthday videos 
I love getting into Messenger and recording silly videos for my Facebook friends, or you could do it for Instagram as well if you know their birthday. And I just tell people happy birthday and I sing it. I'm a terrible singer. And so it's meant to be fun, right? I'm not trying out for American Idol when, when I'm doing these videos. Jared probably could because he can actually sing. But, but I'm just, I'm doing my best to remind people that I love them and also remind people that I'm still alive. And I have gotten big speaking gigs from birthday videos. I've gotten new coaching clients from birthday videos. I have realtors telling me weekly that they got a half a million dollar listing because they sent a 12 second birthday video to somebody. So you want something tangible to leave this podcast with. Get over yourself and go start sending little bitty birthday videos to people and you'll be blown away at the response that you get. Cheers to, cheers to that. And how many minutes a day does that roughly take you? Oh, I think my biggest day, I think I maybe sent 10 birthday videos in one day and it took me five minutes. There it is right there. Right, right there. What when a people, cool takeaway. When people engage with you through Messenger, isn't it true that you come up higher in their algorithm for regular yeah. videos as well? Yeah. So you're also tricking the algorithm, right? Which again, could be a whole nother podcast episode, but you're, you're showing Facebook like, oh, wow. Kyle and this and this other person, they're like legit friends. They're talking in private messenger. So we should probably start showing their, their posts to each other more often. That's awesome. And so that's how I trick the algorithm to be in front of more people is just living inside a messenger on a, on a day-to-day -day basis. So you definitely think that's clearly that's working for you. So it'd be better than just putting a video on their wall, having their friends actually see it. It sounds like the messenger is the better option. Jared, here's why I, why I hate that what, when people do that. If I post a video on your wall, that video is all about me, right? Hey, everybody, look how great of a friend I am to Jared. I'm going to let everybody see it, right? Like imagine if I said, hey, Jared, I wrote a birthday card for you, but instead of mailing it to you, I went ahead and took a picture and posted it for everyone to see. Right, right. You'd go, that's so weird. That's not what you're supposed to do. And so I want people to know man, this is about me and you. I recorded this video because I love you. Not so that I can pimp out your birthday to try to hopefully sell another house because three people saw me on your wall. Right. You know, and that's just my personal preference. I'm sure I know people do it and it is what it is, but that's just how that comes across to me. It's a great point. You know, there are like 10 nuggets, <laughs> Coach Kyle, that, uh, that I've made mental notes and as I've scratched off here to my right, even though I'm a lefty, but the uh, fascinating stuff, and, and man, we got to do this again. And I'm ready. Uh, get together, and, and we'll uh, we'll conjure something up that's fun, that's beneficial to folks. That man, break those barriers. And uh, what's really been fun and really gave me goosebumps uh, when we first visited is just how darn genuine that you are, and it's it's spoken from the heart, comes across, and. Like JT said earlier, you know, like a brother. And uh, that's pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah, right on. Well, hey, Coach Kyle Draper, one of the coolest uh, dudes that's ever ever been on the show. And, and certainly oh, we've had some really, really good folks and enjoyed it tremendously. So on behalf of uh, us here at Breaking Business Barriers, 
This is Brent Duhame along with uh, co-host. Jared Ty. Right on, guys. And then we wrap it up with an onward and upward. Be good, everybody. <laughs>